Hello, my honeybees. This is Coffee Break with Abaka, the jazzy, brazzy, bluesy buzz. Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful world. I have the honor, my name is Habaka, and my radio show is Habaka's Beehive, music sweet as Tupelo honey. And I'm on Canada's Biting Soul radio station, T-Rex Radio, T-Rex out of Canada. So I have the honor to introduce to some, and some of you may already know this incredible pianist, organist, band leader, arranger, and producer, none other than Mr. Andrew Fazakerly. Did I pronounce that right, Andrew? You pronounced it exactly right. Marvelous, Andrew. So I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And I am so honored to be able to interview you uh, on this marvelous afternoon here in Vegas. It's afternoon for you as well. You're in Atlanta, Georgia. That's right. Okay. And so, Andrew, we're going to jump right into this uh, interview. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to keep everyone long, but you know what? We have been living through a pandemic and I think this is just marvelous that we can come together in such a way, you know, this is a new, I think this is going to be the new way of communicating for quite some time. But I, I love using Anchor. You have a voice and you want your voice to be heard. Use Anchor and spread the word. Tell everybody they need to be on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. I want to say, Mr. Andrew, as I said before, he is a pianist. He's an organist. He's a band leader, arranger, and producer. So now, Andrew, uh, Andrew, you are originally from Bolton, Lancashire. That's right, yes. England. Yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. So what? Well, um, as my father liked to say, he said, uh, go over there and uh, populate the colonies. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, short... <laughs> that's really cute. That's really cute. <clears throat> uh, I like that, Andrew. I'm, I'm still working on civilizing civilizing the natives. Just so, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. I the short story. I came. Uh, I was traveling doing music, and um, I met a woman who is, has been my wife now for over 30 years and ended up staying. So, <laughs> The story of a lot of men's lives <laughs> is a woman can make many changes, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear that? He yeah. met a woman <laughs> and Are you artsy and a lover of original designs? Are you a music lover or a musician? Well, then you have come to the right place. This new t-shirt company called Music and Art is My Blunt. They design t-shirts with you in mind. Go on over to www.ismyblunt.com. That's www.ismyblunt.com 
ismyblunt.com today. The rest, as they say, is history. <laughs> 30 years plus later, they are yeah. still together. Congratulations, because that in itself is a great accomplishment, you know, um, because, you know, relationships is about getting to know each other, respecting one another, and learning how to deal with each, with each other's uh, not too good parts of ourselves and of course all of our wonderful parts. So I really commend you. Now I want to know at what age did you know that you wanted to live the life of a musician? Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. I, I I was always drawn to the piano from being little. You know, we had one in the house. My father played a little bit, and uh, and I was always drawn to the piano. But actually, living as a musician, that that sort of just kind of accidentally happened over time. Um, I, wow! And how old were you when you started to uh, learn the piano? Uh, I was seven when I started to take lessons, and um, and I loved it. And uh, I was about uh, 13, 14 when I got my first paying gig. Um, wow, that means you were really, really good. Well, I, I was playing for a, a dancing school. I worked for a dancing school, and I played for the ballet dancing classes. Oh, my goodness. And so... Um, I played for them for, for several years. I started playing just for the little kid classes. And then uh, as the time went on, I ended up playing for the adults and the ballet and the jazz and the modern and the tap and all the, all the different kinds of dancing. And that was uh, that was good, uh, good experience and a lot of fun. I was getting ready to say that in itself was an excellent training for you, I believe, yeah. because uh, I too, I love using Anchor. You have a voice and you want your voice to be heard? Use Anchor and spread the word. Tell everybody they need to be on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. Studied dancing for 16 years. I started out at five years old and I studied, as you said, jazz, tap, modern, ballet, mm -hmm. uh, African, and... Mm -hmm. All of those, uh, all of those teachings for me, as a vocalist myself, it gave me impeccable timing. Right. You know, because um, people always compliment me, especially musicians, <laughs> always compliment me on my timing and um, and my phrasing as well. So I believe that all of that stemmed from all of my teachings. Uh, and dancing because you're having to count the tempo, count everything, and you've got to be right on it to do it. So that is really interesting. So no wonder you are uh, the great man that you are. I mean, you started at such a young age, you know, going through all of the musical rhythms. Right. And yeah. so that also gave you a upper hand, I believe, over a lot of uh, people because, you know, oftentimes you hear uh, musicians and 
they may play one one genre of music, but they can't play another genre too well, you mm. know. But when you are able to actually flow and go from one genre to the another and do it well, that is a gift. I've always uh, I've always been. Um, focused on trying to to play different kinds of music and play in those different genres, go from classical to to jazz to pop, rock and roll, whatever it is. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to to at least be um, well rounded enough to to appreciate the sensibilities of this, those different styles of music. Exactly. You a better musician in whatever genre you go, you want to specialize in. I completely agree because it gives you another type of respect for music, as you said. Um, so I, my question number three, you already answered it because I was going to ask you what prompted you to plant your stake in Atlanta, but that was your wife. <laughs> well, we actually met in Miami. Okay. Um, she was living down there and I was uh, playing, um, I was playing in this uh, hotel in Miami Beach uh, where um, she would come there after work and she was friends with the, the bartender and some other people there and I met her there. And, um, but she had lived in Atlanta before we met and um, in 1992 we went through a, uh, a tremendous hurricane down there, um, Hurricane Andrew actually. <laughs> Oh my God, Andrew! Did yes. you have to do that? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid so. So uh, at the time, it was it was it was really rough. We had two little babies, and oh. and my um, my gig that I was doing at the time, my main source of income was a I was a cocktail pianist at the um, at the Fort Lauderdale Sheraton. Well, after Hurricane Andrew, the, the, the lobby was full of homeless people who had been basically, you know, their houses had been destroyed. They didn't oh my God. a tuxedo going in there playing cocktail piano. Exactly. <laughs> they would be like, floor, yeah. so. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. However, there, there was a silver lining. Yeah, so uh, so my wife got a job offer in Atlanta, and uh, and we decided we'd uh, give it a go up here. So I came here knowing nobody, having no connections with music here at all, mm -hmm. and, uh, and basically started from scratch. It was interesting. Yes, because you know what, starting a career from scratch, especially uh, in music, and when you are living the life of a musician, um, starting from scratch is very very difficult and um but also interesting at the same time because you have to do a lot of networking and so you get to meet a lot of interesting people and um a lot of times you do over time you know meet the right people that help to catapult you to the next level and so yeah. It took a little time, but, uh, but yes, it does take time, and that's the thing, you know, with starting over. Me, uh, I lived overseas for twenty-four years, um, performing and just loving every minute of it, and so now I'm I'm back in the United States, and that was my fear, 
I will be honest and say that was my fear of coming back to the United States was having to start all over again because of course even though I'm I'm known overseas but it's starting all over because no one knew me in the United States so I was literally in tears thinking about it because I was like oh my god this is so hard to do it's like I don't know if I have the energy or the strength to to do this but you know what I heard that little small voice saying you have the energy and the strength to do it so I was like ah, okay 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 yeah. kicking and fighting all the way but you know what I'm I'm thrilled to be back home and I've met a lot of great people and I'm looking forward to yeah, you're doing it. So you're making music, you're making radio, you Yes, it. I'm enjoying. You know, you have to just flow and grasp what is the challenges brought before you and you never know what's going to come out of it. So, you have been playing in Atlanta for over 30 years. You have done exceptionally well, and which I will be mentioning uh, in a few minutes. However, you played, I'm, I'm going to say it right this minute. You played with some amazing artists in your lifetime. And um, I want to know, with some of those amazing artists, mm -hmm. How was it to work with them? For instance, the Queen of Soul. You played, had an yeah. encounter with the Queen of Soul. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. Aretha Franklin herself. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was probably my favorite gig ever. Uh, I was going to ask you that <laughs> as well. Which one of these encounters was your favorite? Amazing. Yeah, I. I it was, it was, it was fantastic. I, 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 I can't uh, say how, I, I just got to play with her the one time at a concert at the Fox Theatre in Atlanta. Um, it was, uh, it was a wonderful show. They needed a, um, they needed an extra keyboard player and somehow I got the call and uh, we went down there and uh, rehearsed with the orchestra. The orchestra was fantastic, all top session musicians. And, uh, and, and the musical director was amazing, and and when you work with really top-notch pros, it's easy. There's no stress. Everybody knows what they're doing. It's just easy. And uh, so I, I I was just stood up there on that stage with a grinning like a fool the whole night because I was having such a good time. <laughs> what a memory! I mean, and that. Even though, like you said, you played with her one time, but mm -hmm. that's all you need is one time, Andrew. You oh. know, one time, and you have that on your resume. And not only have it on your resume, but you also have a great memory. And like you said, you know, when you are working with top-notch musicians, life is a breeze. It's, you know, the whole experience just goes and flows like you said everyone knows what they're doing and you don't have to worry no one's agitated no one's frustrated everybody is happy the music sounds great and you know and that's what it's all about so you also had the honor of playing and recording with 
Ben Vereen, Martha Reeves, Martha and the Vandellas, Jerry Valley, Jerry Lewis, and many, many others. Wow. You seem to be too young for all that. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm like, I'm looking at these names here. I'm like, well, just how long has he been playing? <laughs> well, uh, I played with Lionel Hampton. He was in his 80s when I played with Lionel. And, uh, and I was in my 20s. So that was a while ago. Um, that was that. That was my second favorite, uh, second favorite gig of all time. It was uh, it was wonderful. He um, he was such a great musician, such a great performer, um, just a just a wonderful uh, gentleman, and and again, so easy to work with because he was just right there, and it was it was great fun. That is amazing that I, um, you know, so anyone who is coming in and tuning in right now, maybe you missed the beginning of this incredible interview that, that's taking place right now, the buzz on Andrew for Zachary. And uh, I am doing this on behalf of Habakkuk's Beehive Music Suite as Tupelo Honey. And I am also a part of the Canada's Biting Soul radio station, T-Rex Radio. So we are, um, I'm interviewing Andrew here, and he is speaking of all of these great experiences that he has had in over, in 30 years plus that he has been uh, performing, arranging, um, and just, you know, spreading the great news and the great love of music. That is what music is about, is spreading the love and getting you to feel and to come out of your funk, whatever you're feeling. You know, you may be going through something, but the music is what brings us together. I truly believe without music, you know, this world would be in a very gloomy, gloomy place uh, throughout history. You know, we need to have the music and we need to keep the music alive. And I commend great musicians as Andrew for Zachary for keeping the music alive because it's, I believe even now today, there's a battle in keeping great, good music alive. And I believe it's up to us to continue to carry the torch and spread the news of great music. And so I believe also that I had the pleasure of hearing you with Tommy Macon and the Gentlemen of Jazz. Now, yeah. you also play with that group. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm, I've been uh, playing piano with Tommy Macon since, uh, oh my goodness, to over 25 years. Wow. And friends, and, uh, and we're still friends. Uh, I'm uh, Charles Edwards, the saxophone player, and Tommy and I have been together um, a long time. Uh, that is amazing. Also, that you know, when you can play some play with uh, someone that many years, you actually do create a bond. And uh, it's and like you said, also <laughs> the great news is that you still like each other. <laughs> That's right. 
I mean, you know, us as humans, you know, things happen, but that's life. And so that is a great accomplishment. And that's something wonderful to say, you know, that you still like each other. You still work together. And I am so one, uh, so happy to hear this. So also, you know, you're a man of many talents. So tell us about your alter ego, Norman Forrest recording. <laughs> right. So, um, so, so I built the, my studio in my house, uh, recording studio in my house. And I, I, I work here recording my own original stuff and recording projects for other people, helping other musicians uh, realize their um, artistic vision too. That's why I, I love to do that. Um, and uh, so the subdivision I live in, in my front yard, there's a sign that says Norman Forest. So I called it Norman Forest Studio. It just made, seemed to make sense. It makes sense. Then, it makes sense. So then I thought, well, well, you know, when you put credits on an album, you know, I did when I did my first CD, I said, uh, well, let, let's let's have the the engineer, the recording engineer. We'll call him Norman Forrest, you know. But of course, it's me. I'm, so it's my nerdy self that Norman Forrest is the guy that uh, reads all the tech manuals on the uh, on the microphone preamps and the uh, <laughs> and the compressors and things like that, and uh, and deals with uh, you know no, understands how the signal flow works uh, between exactly the and, uh, and the uh, and the recording equipment. And so Norman Forrest is kind of my nerdy alter ego. That, uh, does all that stuff <laughs> that is fantastic you know and it's so funny it's great when you can be in contact with your nerdy self you know and uh and be able to put your great talents to use also and as i was saying earlier you know that is a wonderful what you're doing you're helping others to realize come to realization of who they are as an artist and helping artists to record and i mean it's just that's living the life of a musician and uh you know paying it forward paying it forward i would say and so you also played with atlanta pops orchestra mm -hmm. along with several touring broadway shows uh now which broadway show was the most satisfying oh that's that's got to be west side story I love West Side Story too. The music in that uh, in that show was so is so great. The music is just wonderful, and it's and it's very challenging score to play. Um, so I would say that West Side Story was uh, was probably the most uh, musically satisfying one. Um, although I enjoyed a lot of them, um, Wicked was great fun. Um, you know, um, Spamalot was great fun. I played that one. Um, this, they were all great. I, I, I did those shows for about, uh, I had about a 10 year run where I was getting regular calls to go down to the Fox Theater in Atlanta and play those uh, Broadway shows, those touring Broadway shows. And so I did a lot of them. I, I, yes, I, I was amazed at that. I was like, wow, that has to be a joy as well, you know, because oh, yeah. um, I've I've been in the Fox Theater 
and it's a nice theater. It's very, very intimate, and I just love how it's set up. I truly believe it doesn't matter where you're sitting in there. You can really feel the music from wherever you're sitting and, and appreciate the the music and the artists or, or whatever is happening in that particular theater. Yeah, I love the uh, I love it as a venue. It's it's such a beautiful building. It is. It's very very beautiful. It is gorgeous. I yeah. saw uh, Queen Latifah perform her jazz album there. Oh wow! And That's I cool. was really impressed. I must say, when I heard her uh, present that jazz album, I was really impressed, and I was like okay this is good this is good and i i fell in love with the fox theater at that point actually um so you have also been playing the organ at the corpus christi catholic church since 1994. yes yes oh my god andrew <laughs> I played two masses this morning. <laughs> incredible. That is incredible. I am trying to figure out how you, you know, manage your time to be able to do all these wonderful things that you're doing. I mean, there has to be an art to managing your time. It has to be. Well, I, 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 I'm just very lucky. I get up and work every day on music. So that's, to me, it's just... Uh, what was it? Some famous philosopher said, uh, you know, when you love your work, you you don't work a day in your life. You, you just don't, you know. That's exactly right. When you love what you do, it is no longer work. It is just having fun. And, you know, I, like I said, that is just so amazing. So I also wanted to be uh, a little bit funny here. And, you know, I was saying with your, your wide, uh, range of diverse music, your styles, you know, how could you ever, how could you even have, find time to be with your wife? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that was, that's my funny part. How, how could you find time to be with, is that why you guys are married 30 years? I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe just a secret. Because <laughs> you stay out of each other's way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm being funny. Habaka's being funny. That is so wonderful. And the last thing I want to know is what is your favorite scotch? Oh, my favorite scotch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there's so many great ones. <laughs> I do. I, I love my um, I love my fine cinnamon malt scotches. Um, I think um, right now the the, the eighteen year old Glen Livet is is pretty special. Um, that's uh, that's 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 pretty nice. Ah. I, I I I like to try different ones. Okay. Uh, sometimes well, I'm in the mood for something really peaty. Uh, sometimes I want something a little less so. You know. Okay, well, you know what? I am going to have to try. I have not acquired a taste as of yet for scotch. I am a wine drinker and... Um, I love wine, too. Uh, because, you know, being over and living in Italy 24 years, I 
by force I became a wine drink, a lover of great, wonderful red wines, actually, and Prosecco, to tell you the truth. I, um, but I um, have not acquired a taste for scotch. And I was like, well, when I was very young, I tried to taste it. And I was like, this is terrible. Yeah, right. But someone told me that you just have to really, you know, take it in slow to really uh, get the flavor. Yeah. Of and the scotch. And don't, and don't don't be afraid to put a put, put a teaspoon of water in that to um, to to mellow out the burn. Uh, ah, okay. Especially when you first some some um, some whiskies really benefit from um, from a, a, just a, a little bit of water, a little bit of cold water in there. Um, see, you see that, ladies and gentlemen, you got a great tip, a great tip from Andrew about how to. Yeah. get that taste for the scotch so andrew you know on tuesday yes tuesday september 21st you are going to be featured on my radio show habaka's beehive music sweet as tupelo honey and we are going to be i say we i'm going to be actually featuring Andrew on my radio show on Tuesday, September 21st. And I'm going to be playing songs from his latest EP, Sketches. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I wanted to say, I love the album cover of Sketches. It's very clever. Yeah. Very, very clever. I love that. And I wanted to know, is that in hardcover? I mean, can someone actually order the cd and have it in hand or is it only digital it's only digital for now but what i'm doing is i am um, i'm working on some more material mm -hmm. as soon as i get that finished before the end of this year i'll actually have a full full album with everything from sketches and some and about half a dozen more tunes so it'll be a full length cd and uh, wonderful be able to buy a physical album as well as download it yes okay so that physical album will it be the cover of sketches or will it be a new one because i like the cover of sketches i i'm trying to get a copy of the cover of sketches okay okay i'll be honest with you okay um uh, if you download it from bandcamp.com you can get access to all the artwork too and uh, so you can get that right now that way and the new album will will be have some of the same artwork on it and some more artwork by the same artist She's oh great wonderful local artist and, and, and she did such a beautiful job yes really clever i just i thought it was just so refreshing it was really clever so as i said um ladies and gentlemen you heard Andrew, he said you can get the download of sketches from Bandcap, Bandcamp. And where else can they get it? Where else can people contact you? Uh, you can contact me on Facebook. Uh, There's my website, fazmusic.com. Uh, you can also uh, stream it on Pandora and all the regular stations, uh, mm -hmm. and um, it's on iTunes, Amazon, all the, all the usual outlets wonderful well i 
would recommend everyone to go and check Andrew Fazakali out and get his music. He has also other albums out there as well. And um, so you want to make sure you go and check him out. And of course, you can check him out because I will be presenting his music on Habakkuk's Beehive Music Suite as Tupelo Honey on Tuesday, September 21st. And um, I'm going to be doing this uh, also with the wonderful Too Cute Presents. So Too Cute Presents has come up with a new way to listen to a radio show, ladies and gentlemen. So this is going to be the very first for me, and I'm very excited about it. So I want to tell all of the listeners, uh, I'm, I have been, uh, I'm so honored that I was introduced to Andrew Fazakli through Too Cute Presents, and so she is hosting this Too Cute's Wind Down Listening Party on Tuesday, the 21st, at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time, and it's going to take listening to radio to a whole new level. So you can contact her, send her an email at 2Cute, that's T as in time, U, K-U-T-E, presents at gmail.com, and email her for the link because it's going to be a private listening party and you can have your wine and be in on the zoom and meet some new people and probably meet talk to people that you already know i think it's going to be fantastic it's going to be a wonderful uh evening i'll be on the radio of course on that evening but i will be popping in and out and um like i said i will be introducing to you the music the wonderful music of andrew Fazakli. and so with that being said i just want to say to everyone thank you so much andrew for your interview thank you for your honesty your transparency uh making this interview very easy for me and i just want to say i'm looking forward to uh hearing your new music i'm looking forward to all of your more successes and i'm going to put in the uh, information where people can contact you and as you heard he also does producing arranging music arranging he does it all ladies and gentlemen he does it and he helps the artist to realize who they really are and what their potentials can be. So I am excited to have met him and I am looking forward myself to uh, have an ongoing relationship with Andrew. Andrew, thank you so very much. And thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming and taking your time out to come to Habaka's uh, The Buzz, <laughs> actually The Buzz on Andrew Frizzackley. It has been wonderful. Have a great day, evening or afternoon, wherever you are in this wonderful world. And I'd also like to let you know that Coffee Break with Habaka is now available on five other platforms, on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
Pocket Cast, and Radio Public with much more to come. So stay tuned and go to your favorite platform and you can listen and search for Coffee Break with Abaca, the Jazzy Brazzy Bluesy Buzz. Once again, thank you for tuning in. And as you already know, I love you. Until next time, bye-bye.